This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hour two of the Chad Hartman Show. Henry Lake in for Chad Hartman. I appreciate you hanging out with me. And I appreciate our next guest on the uh, and first guest of the show on the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline, Dame Mizzitani. From the Pioneer Press, he covers the Minnesota Wild in the National Football League with the Minnesota Vikings, and he's joining us now. Dane, always a pleasure to have you on the uh, the good neighbor here. Yeah, good to hear from you, Lake. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing good, man. I am doing extremely good. And, look, let's dive right into talking about this Minnesota Wild squad because before their overtime victory over Philadelphia and mm-hmm. Saturday the shootout win over Buffalo – it seems like this team was struggling, right? Like it's been a very, very inconsistent roller coaster of the first half of the season. Now that we're into the NHL All Star break, um, do you think that the All Star break uh, came at just the right time for the Minnesota Wild? Yeah, I think it comes at a good time, and I think the the two wins that you mentioned um, obviously came at a good time because they had lost three in a row heading into the games last week. Um, they obviously, like you said, they beat Philadelphia in overtime, and then they come back and they beat Buffalo in a shootout. Um, if you just put those two results and then all of a sudden you're in a five-game losing streak heading into this week-long break, then it feels like the sky is falling. They 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 notched two wins. Now they get to kind of get away, uh, reset the mind a little bit. Uh, this team kind of feels like one that you know has the potential and it has you know all the necessary parts to be good. Uh, they're just so inconsistent night in, night out. So I think this week might help them kind of re- refresh, you know, recharge. Um, and, and obviously going into that break with two wins under your belt, feeling good about yourselves, um, I think that's going to make them even better coming out of the break. So, yeah, it comes at a good time for sure. I think it's a really good idea that the NHL has kind of implemented this little bye week thing. And, you know, either teams have a week off heading into the All-Star break or a week off heading out of the All-Star break. So the Wild have theirs. Before the All-Star break, the half of the other league will have theirs coming out of the All-Star break. But it's really just to kind of break up the monotony, um, give these players a little bit of a rest uh, over the course of an 82-game season. Um, I think it's a good idea, and I know the Wild are making the most of this week right now. But how good, though? You mentioned them being, you know, the possibility of them being a good squad. But, but how good could they be? Because, you know, in this business, it doesn't matter what the league is, whether it's the NHL, the National Football League, um, the NBA, we, we talk about we, we get to a certain point in the year, right? And mm-hmm. they, the debate shows, whether it's first take or whatever, what do we say? Contender, pretender. Like, like I'm trying to figure out, like, what category would the Minnesota Wild fall into? Um, or I don't even know if we can make an assumption or, or maybe categorize them in, in either one of those ways quite yet. 
Yeah, it's hard to categorize them. Um, I would say like contender question mark because like they are going to look different. I think right now you're kind of in the, the the final stages of the regular season before that trade deadline rolls around. Um, and I think, you know, the trade deadline's March 3rd. If the Wild perform well coming out of this break, if they perform well the first couple of weeks of February, the first few weeks of February, then the team's going to look different because Bill Guerin's going to go out and make a trade. He's proven that time and time again, um, that he's not afraid. You know, some of these GMs are, are worried like, oh, if I make the wrong move here, uh, this could reflect poorly on me down the road. Bill Guerin has shown, you know, in the past that, that he has no problem making a big move um, you saw it last year with Mark Andre Fleury. So, uh, to answer your question, like how good can they be? Mm-hmm. I think right now, as currently constructed, they're a playoff team. I think right now, as currently constructed, if he made no moves, um, they could conceivably win a first round matchup if you know they got the right matchups. If they matched up well with whoever they they were to to see, but they could easily lose that first round matchup. I, I think this team as currently constructed, the, the ceiling is the second round, um, which is why I think if they prefer, perform in, in February and Bill Guerin goes out and makes a move, um, acquiring you know either a top six forward or another defenseman to kind of shore up the blue line, then I, could, I think that ceiling gets raised. Um, but I think right now your ceiling is second round. I think Bill Guerin probably deep down knows that. Um, so I think if – like I said, I keep saying if if they perform well in February, if they if they give Bill Guerin a reason to go out and get another player of you know of the upper echelon ca- category, um, I think that could take their ceiling even higher. So hard to hard to judge right now, contender pretender, but I think we'll know in a, in a couple of weeks here. Talking to Dame Mizzitani from the Pioneer Press here on uh, the Chad Harbin Show on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. He's joining us on the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Uh, please do give him a follow on Twitter, at Dane Mizutani. But more importantly, check out his fine work for the Pioneer Press. All right, um, you mentioned, and we know that it's true, um, that Bill Guerin is a guy that he's a, he's a mover and a shaker, man. He's going to do what it takes to to, to upgrade this team, and, and, and he's not uh, scared to make any moves. He's going to do whatever it takes to win a championship. With that being said, give me what the need is as we approach the trade deadline. Yeah, I think it's a, a forward in your top six whether it be a center you can play between Kaprizov and Zuccarello or a winger you can play opposite of Matt Boldy. Um, the, the, the Wild just need more firepower. I mean, you see it night in, night out. They're a different team than they were last year. They're not winning 6-5 like they were last year. They, they've gotten back to that kind of hard-to-play-against quality that, that they've been priding themselves on ever since they've kind of been in the league. And I think that bodes well. I think that that's a successful way of playing. And it bodes well, you know, heading into the playoffs. But you see it. If, if teams nullify Kuro Kaprizov, the Wild don't have much. Um, heading into last week, they were one of the worst teams in the NHL, scoring 5-1-5. Five five. Um, their power play is better than it was last year. But most of the games played 5-1-5. Five five, and if you can't score 5-1-5 five five in the regular season – you sure as heck aren't going to be able to score five on five in the playoffs because it gets only that much harder. So you look at the the, the roster as it's currently constructed. I I think you need either a top line center or, uh, or a winger that can kind of take off some of the pressure um, of the Caprisovs, the Boldies, the Zuccarellos. Um, The Wild are pretty top heavy. They have a solid lineup top to bottom. 
they just need more offensive firepower. And I think I think Bill Guerin's looking. Um, there's some rentals out there that that you know there's good, they're going to be available. There always are. Um, but yeah, the time is, is is coming because you know as we saw in the NHL yesterday, Bo, Bo Horvat just got traded from from the Vancouver Canucks. So maybe that opens the floodgates when when these bye weeks are done here. Yeah. All right. Let's switch to the National Football League, and I want to get your perspective and assessment of this past weekend's championship games with the Philadelphia defeating the San Francisco 49ers, and then you also had Kansas City squeaking out over the Cincinnati Bengals. What, what did you make of the weekend overall? Because I know a lot of people looked at the games on Sunday and were ticked off because of the officiating. It was officiating this, officiating that. Look, at the end of the day, I don't think that anybody can say anything about the Eagles game because the Eagles flat out were just better and – and look, the Niners just ran into some bad luck. Purdy gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 the the backup gets hurt. They had to put Purdy back in. He can't throw. He just has to hand the ball off. So that was it. Was a wrap on them in their season in that particular matchup. Look, I get it. There were some some missed calls or or, or maybe some questionable calls in the uh, in the Chiefs game. Um, I I don't think it was questionable at all with the uh, the hit on Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. the kid. He has to let up when they hit to the sidelines. But, but what did you make of officiating over the weekend? I, I didn't like how it became the story, right? Like, mm-hmm. it seems like in this day and age, like, and it's, it's, it's definitely Twitter contributes a large part to this, but <laughs> anytime, you know, it, it did seem like most of, or a majority of the, the Twitter sphere was cheering for the Bengals, right? So anytime a majority doesn't get the outcome they want, all of a sudden it's it's on the refs and the NFL is rigged and this and that. Like it's not rigged. Like, you know, these guys they may they miss calls. They miss some they make some mistakes. Um we see it all the time. But like a lot of these plays that, that I've seen pop up on Twitter, you know, these people breaking down like this this missed call or that missed call, like in the grand scheme of the game, they didn't have that big of an impact. You know, yeah. everyone talks about the two third and nines they got. The Chiefs punted on you know on that possession two plays later. People talk about the intentional grounding that Joe, that Joe Burrow threw near near the back of his end zone. One, it was intentional grounding by by definition of the rule. Two, they picked up the third and sixteen like three plays later. So like there <laughs> there are plays that people are latching onto that like uh, you know it just seems like you didn't like the results, so you just didn't you, you had to find an excuse for it. Uh, you know Joseph Asai, I feel so bad for that kid because he's twenty two years old and he made a mistake. And had, and had an unbelievable game up to that point. He was great. He was great. But, like, the people who are the same people who are, are complaining about the, the intentional grounding that they, they think shouldn't be called or, you know, the third and nine are the same people saying, like, don't throw the flag there. Like, you have to throw the flag there. It's a penalty. Yep. And it is. Like, it just is. It's unfortunate. Um, you know, I feel so grateful we got to watch such a great AFC championship game because it did feel like we got cheated out of the NFC championship game with just injuries. And it was pretty clear early on the Eagles were just a better team. And it's unfortunate that, that the chiefs Bengals game is decided by a penalty and by, you know, a 22 year old kid making a mistake, but you've got to throw the flag there. So I had no problem with the officiating over the weekend. I think when we, the, the narrative should have been the next day, like, wow, like Patrick Mahomes just had his goat moment. Like, this is a legacy game. It was one that I don't think could have necessarily hurt his legacy because he's already so good. I think you could already say he's a first ballot Hall of Famer if you want. But it's a game that could totally enhance his legacy, and then it did. Playing on one leg, um, you know, he was lights out. Had some issues here and there, but look at the biggest play of the game. When, when he needed to take off, 
you saw him favoring that right ankle all game, but when he needed to take off in that moment, he turned the corner, he got the edge, he forced that mistake from Joseph Osai by simply putting pressure on the defense. And, you know, a 45-yard field, field goal later, Patrick Mahomes is going back to the Super Bowl. So I wish that was what we were talking about, and I think we're starting to kind of shift the narrative here. I think people are starting to talk about how good Mahomes is rather than how bad the refs were. Uh, but I think it was just unfortunate that the, the next day the only thing people want to talk about was the refs and, and not, not how great that game was. Yeah, yep. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter at Dame Mizzitani. It's Dame Mizzitani for the St. Paul Pioneer Press covering the Minnesota Wild and the Minnesota Vikings. Hey, Dame, man, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show today. Yeah, anytime, Lake. All right, that's Dame Mizzitani joining us, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. All right, coming up next, how would you react to being on a ghost flight? What is a ghost flight? I'll explain. We'll do that next year. Henry Lake in for Chad. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 